This is Fireballing Through College. Fireballing Through College. The actual hell we're doing because we're strong and independent women. Thanks. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fireballing Through College. We missed you. This is your co-host, Camila. <laughs> and I'm Catherine. It's been a little while. It's been like a week, but honestly, I've missed being in front of this microphone. I know. Us talking about random things that we're going to talk about on the podcast. You never know what's coming next. You really never know. But today, we decided that we're going to talk a little bit about the, what do you call it, Camila? My Gigi. Yeah, the Gigi's. <laughs> Gigi. That's your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I call it, Gigi. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of our vagina lessons learned and while we've been in college. Um, besides like actually learning how to masturbate, which was a struggle and I didn't learn until like later while I was in like college, like how to manually do it myself because it was hard and um that was a fantastic lesson learned. Um, there are a lot of things that Camila has taught me about my vagina. <laughs> um, so she educates me about my vagina and vaginal health. And so we're just going to talk about a variety of lessons that we've learned about our vagina. Yes. Awesome. And I was just going to say, like, we know people might think that this episode is just for vagina owners, but if you don't own a vagina, I believe it and we both believe it is still very important to listen to it. So keep listening because people need to get educated about vaginas because vaginas are not gross. Periods are not gross. It's a biological process. Amazing. Period. Yeah. Magic vaginas. I have a magic vagina. Do you have a magic vagina? I have a magic Gigi, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so like I was saying, Camila has taught me a lot about my vagina. The first thing being extremely important. This is like a game changer for me. <laughs> So apparently your vagina needs air to clean itself because it's like a self-cleaning machine thing. <laughs> and so that means you should not be wearing underwear if you do not have to. Going to bed, don't wear underwear. Wearing leggings, don't wear underwear. Sweatpants, don't wear underwear. <laughs> no, you're, you're just lounging around your, your house why would you wear any underwear? Okay, stop. Catherine Whiteside, that's not what I taught you. So <laughs> let me correct. When we started being friends, I told Catherine that I don't sleep with underwear because since I was little, my mom used to tell me that you shouldn't sleep with underwear and bras either because you need your body to breathe and your body needs to be free. So I told Catherine this and she was like, oh, wait. That's like actually sounds like very cool. And she started not using underwear to bed. Then <laughs> I, we find ourselves um, going to one of our friend's house in sweatpants. And <laughs> out of nowhere, our friends decided that they wanted to go clubbing. And so they were like, guys, let's go clubbing. We have to go. Um, it'll be very fun. And we're like, no, wait, like we're wearing sweatpants. Like we're not going to go to the club like this, you know? And so... <laughs> One of our friends was like, well, I can't, like, you can lend my sister's clothes. Like, that's fine. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, that's a great idea. And then Catherine, like, whispers in my ear. And she's like, Camila, I can't. I'm like, wait, I'm wait, 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 wait
I told you to bed. You shouldn't wear underwear. Not like during the day. Like, what's wrong? Literally, with you? I do. Yeah, no. You changed me. It's the best lesson that I've ever learned. And why would you wear underwear if you don't have to? Why? I mean, like, like you said, if you can sleep naked, sleep naked. I can't. I find it a little bit un- uncomfortable. But <laughs> let your bodies breathe. And I think that goes for vagina owners and non-vagina o- owners as well. Yeah. So given this sort of this idea that you, your vagina needs air and to breathe and whatever. Um, another thing that Camila has taught me is that like, apparently, what did you say that you don't like, you just use like soap or water? Just water. Like, you, like, okay, well, I don't know if I go that far, but like, I do clean a little, but like, I know people who do use like the same eaves is that what you the call summer it? summer's eaves i used to, i used to use summer's eve um soap a lot in to clean myself but, but they then, also have spray yeah they have use. a spray that will give you like an amazing smell or whatever oh my god that's actually the worst thing you can do for your vagina never never don't use summer's eve and i learned about this actually very recently like last year but it's it, basically your vagina can clean herself mine's a her she can clean herself so you don't need all of these soaps that will promise you amazing smells because like what they actually do is that they're harming your vagina so what is recommended by OBGYNs is to not use anything but if you like really really need to use something I've been recommended to use like dove soap that's just like the bar soap like the oh, yeah. plain white like you can use that that's not like the worst but if you can just use water like a lot of water of course like that's perfect interesting yeah yeah so but going off of that like i never could have ever imagined myself getting some sweet smelling spray because i was sort of always under the idea that every vagina has this like the same smell (laughs) like they smell like vagina Wait, what are what else are they gonna smell like? <laughs> I know. So like, why are people like pretending that their vagina doesn't smell like vagina? Like it's just. <laughs> and so Camila and I were questioning this: Do all vaginas smell the same or taste the same? I don't know. Like in my mind, maybe there's like different a little bit. Like yeah, like different. Like because like also the smell your body has really depends on how you take care of yourself and what you eat and overall like hormone levels and all that so i don't think they all smell the same but in the grand scheme of vagina smells i guess they smell the same yeah so if anybody knows let us know if you have been around a lot of vaginas and you're like no this one oh my god it was a little bit different it's like worrying what some women or some vagina owners would do to make their vagina smell good that actually it's so bad for your health so I can't imagine don't and if you are like seriously concerned about your smell down there go see an OBGYN but otherwise don't try to experiment with things that you see in the internet because you might be doing a lot of harm to yourself yeah and if you're worried about it then just don't be because I mean my vagina is just going to be smelling tasting like vagina I don't know I haven't done anything to fix it I, I, I read once I'm sure you can eat like a lot of like acidic acidic stuff 
like yeah. oranges and pineapples. I have no idea how true that I is. I don't know how true that is. No, that's like literally the only thing I'd ever heard. I was like, why would anybody care enough? I don't care. So it's just <laughs> the way it is. Um, that's the way it is. I'm like, wait, I'm like now listening to us talk. I'm like, I'm sorry if this is like grossing some people out. It's like, this is just like very normal for me to talk about. Why would it? I mean, it's just a vagina. It's just a vagina. It is. Your magical machine down there. Exactly. But going off of Camila's idea about washing situations down there. So I had a vagina problem for a while. This is like, this is probably the most important part of the, this entire episode for me, because this was like a big lesson learned for me. So it was like, WCF, like what the hell is going on with my vagina? So I went to the doctor and anyways, nothing was wrong. Anybody who was like worried about me, I had no STDs or anything. Wait, um, why did you go to the doctor in the first place? Oh yeah, because I was having a burning situation down there. <laughs> and so it could have, I didn't have a yeast infection or UTI or whatever. There was literally nothing wrong. Um, so she thought it was probably just the soap that I was using. Um, and so at that point, like I didn't, at the beginning, I didn't get tested for STDs because like I knew whoever I had had like penetrative sex with was clean and they didn't have any STDs. Um, but then like months after I had this burning sensation, I just read it, wrote it off as like soap that I was using. So I just like pretended it didn't exist even though it hurt really bad. I forgot that you can get STDs from oral sex. Yeah, I never forget that. So <laughs> imagine me in my bed just having, you know, chilling, relaxed, and all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I've been wrong for the last year of my life. What if I've been sitting here, have it STD because I'm so stupid and I forgot that you can get STDs for moral sex. So yeah, I was scared shitless. I went to the doctor and thank God I actually also did not have any STDs or anything. Um, but I was so worried. So if anybody is listening to this and doesn't know that, then I'm sorry, but here I am to tell you that that is I think it's so bad because what I've heard in some um schools from like my American friends went to like they don't teach um sex ed very well and I had this a very facts. I had a great education on sex ed um from my mom and my school as well and it just like makes me so mad when I talk to some of my friends and they sleep with someone they don't know and sometimes they're like oh no like if they don't use protection like oh my gosh like I could be pregnant I'm like yes you should be concerned about that but also aren't you concerned you can get an std because girl like go get yourself checked because some stds don't even show symptoms like chlamydia and you can have that for months not even know it and if you don't get that treated it can spread to other parts of your body or or like hiv so it's just people please be concerned about STDs. And I know I sound like a very overprotective mother, but it's just like so important for me. Like, please get checked. That's all I gotta say. And if you're ever concerned, just go go to your doctor, go to your OBGYN. Like they won't judge you. Just get yourself checked. Yeah, that's that's facts. I wish I I'm glad I know now, but also it's interesting to think about because I know that there are like mouth condoms i don't know what you call those things what for women? because 
no for whoever maybe for women I don't know no but like for general when you're having oral sex for anyone for anyone is that men or women like how I don't know how that would work no like but it's not like a condom like a protective thing like Uh people who are engaging in only oral sex like how they stay protected is my point yeah I really don't know really protected oral sex no you really can't so it's just like be I mean, careful i think that be <laughs> that's careful. what i'm going that's my move going forward just try yeah. my best and just go check yourself because from most of stds like you can treat them with antibiotics and like medication so like it's i mean like if you get it like fine just get it treated just go to your doctor and like know if you have it or not so you don't give it to someone else as well so it's kind of like protect yourself so you can also protect others as well absolutely Definitely. Camila and I can go together, get our little checky check. Yeah, our annual checky check. So finally, not finally, but another range of lessons learned. is So this woman I worked with last year, um, she told me that she was telling me like an embarrassing period story. And she said that I think it's almost more embarrassing when you're older and something happens with your period because people expect you to, by that age, have your period under control, which I don't think is true because it's just like, sometimes it surprises you and it does, it has its mind of its own, no matter if you're 12 <laughs> or 30, it's still it's just embarrassing anytime. <laughs> yes. And like, yes. I also think embarrassing things with your period happen more when you're younger because you don't really know your body that well you don't know how like your flow like how much you like you get like I don't know like you don't know it that well so like you can get more embarrassing stories like when you're older like you have it like she said like your friend from work you have it more under control but again it's just embarrassing when you're younger and when you're an adult so you have like a massive period stain on your pants like it's gonna be embarrassing anyway <laughs> yeah just but that's when you just like take off your shirt and you wrap it around your waist and then you just walk <laughs> around without a shirt on and you're like what are you talking about it's less embarrassing to be in the nude than to like have the period stain <laughs> the classic asking your friends to check your ass if you have yeah. like a period stain <laughs> god god the things we go through yeah but luckily um I don't like really have a period anymore because of the birth control that I take but I do have a whole sleuth of embarrassing things and when I was like going through puberty of stories that embarrassed mm-hmm. the crap out of me um but one story I do want to say because this stands out to me immensely this didn't happen when I was in college but when I was playing lacrosse in high school one of my good friends um she was playing she's like running towards the side of the stands like yelling at us like somebody get ready to like go on the field and i'm like getting my like goggles on or whatever whoever was there with me um and we're like switching and she reaches down her pants and pulls her pad out (laughs) and throws it in the trash can because it was raining and so like she you know like her spandex or whatever got wet so the pad didn't stick well on on it that's just bad bitch energy that really is I cannot imagine myself doing that oh my god we were there in front of people like I'm sure 
like we were in high school so I'm sure there were like other people that she would have been embarrassed watching her just literally stick your hand down her pants and pull it out so <laughs> that, that I mean wow I want to meet her like please. <laughs> that's amazing um when I was in high school I also had a lot of embarrassing stories with my period which I can share in a maybe a different episode and if people want to share their stories that would be really cool as well um but one thing I remember is I refused to wear a tampon when I, when I was in high school like I said I learned when I was 15 years old I had a very traumatic experience trying to put on my first tampon so I never like actually did it like I think I started using tampons when I graduated from high school so every year my school would do like a pool party for like my grade and also I wasn't the only one who refused to wear a tampon my friends also refused to wear tampons so we would use our pads to the pool party and we would like try to hide them like under our bikinis and it was just such a disaster because we would actually go into the pool with a pad on and if you've ever done that like you know the pad gets like very heavy because like it just soaks, soaks the water. up all the water <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also my friends and I were like well it's not a big deal also because like your period gets cut when it's in water I don't know why or how that happens you heard of that right? I have but I don't like I don't think that's true I'm pretty sure it still flows to an extent not as much as it would if you were yeah, above water, but there's definitely still blood getting into the pool that other people <laughs> are swimming in. And that is just Stop. Now gross. I feel very bad and embarrassed. <laughs> that is just gross. I, I, that's my first thing I was thinking about when you're like, oh, I didn't wear tampons. I was like, when I was 12, I was like, you mean I can't go swimming? I have to figure this out. <laughs> that's so funny though. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just, God, now I'm embarrassed of telling this story. <laughs> but I mean, you weren't the only one. I don't do honestly. I don't do that anymore. Puberty, girl, like vagina owners going through periods, it's a whole disaster within itself because it is. you want to do all the things that you did before, but then it's sad because exactly like why should blood limit me to what i can do like i want to go i want to go to the pool party i want to wear a tampon <laughs> tampons are scary um yeah that was me i'm sure every vagina owner that is listening to this can relate so this reminds me of this tiktok i watch it's like a whole thing but this like i want to say like a maybe 15 16 year old boy made a tiktok with like this tiktok song and he's like, when girls don't want to wear tampons, he's like, can you really take dick or nah? It's like, what? I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to kill whoever said that. You do not know the difference between putting a dry piece of cotton the right way up your vagina and the difference between some guy being hot and turning you on and sliding it in the hair. There's a huge, huge difference. Even though I've been doing it for like I, six years, sometimes it goes in the wrong angle and I'm like, God. And then pulling out the dry one, it's oh, like, no, oh stop. no, it's like, that hurts I'm losing so my virginity much. over again. It hurts so bad. And also just period cramps. Like, honestly, 
people don't know how much it hurts like people just don't understand and if you're a vagina owner and it doesn't hurt when you get your period you're blessed you are blessed <laughs> and god really has favorites because <laughs> let me tell you i'm like in laying in my bed like unable to move when i get my period that's why i would i mean if there's any penis owners listening i why I started taking birth control in the first place, not because I was worried about controlling the births that I was giving. It's because I freaking couldn't move. I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to lay in bed for the, the next, I don't know, six hours. So it really sucks that vagina really owners does. have to go through that because man, it messes with your life and your productivity levels. If you can't carry on yeah. your normal existence when you're in sheer pain. One thing I will say though, is that whenever I'm very stressed during midterms and finals, I often forget to take my birth control. And then I'm on my period. I'm horny as hell. And then also when I'm stressed, I'm also horny as hell. So honestly, this is how I'm going to get pregnant one day. I'm going to forget to take my birth control. I'm going to be on my period. I'm going to be horny. And I'm also going to be stressed and horny. So I'm going to be like triple horny at the same time. And then I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> because that just makes you more fertile. Does it? Is it like you're, that you're, you're down? I don't know. I wonder if other people, because according to the web, aren't you supposed to be super horny when you're, ovulating because that's when you're give birth I don't know. like give no do not give birth you're preparing to like like mate yeah mate if other vagina owners are out there who also experience this issue let me know because we're in this together but just going back to periods um I said a few episodes before that I started using the diva cup if everyone could just change to that method that would be great because let me tell you how amazing a diva cup is and i was very scared at first i think i was like in high school when my mom suggested it because she's like it's very eco-friendly and like it's like good for you and it's like more healthy than tampons whatever and i was like mom there is no way i'm putting that massive cup inside my vagina and then taking it out to throw out my blood so no, because that's how Diva Cups work. But it's such an empowering product when you are able to know yourself, know what's going on down there, and just not being grossed out by your period because it's not something that you should be grossed about. It's your body doing like a normal biological process. So it is amazing. It can last up to 12 hours depending on your flow. And you don't even feel it when you have it in there. It's not, like I said, it's not toxic like a tampon. And for me, yes, it was very uncomfortable at first. My sister was the first one to try it from like the people I knew. And she convinced me to buy one. And then she was with me when I had to like insert it and take it out the first time. Cause like I needed help. I was like, oh, yeah. and she was like I'll give you moral support. Yeah. Shout out to my sister. She's the best. And she like helped me through it. And like, yeah, it was really hard at first. At the beginning, like I wouldn't get it in right and I had to like try different things, but it is a learning cur curve. And now let me tell you, I think I'm an expert in my Diva Cup and it's amazing. It also preserves the healthy bacteria that protects your vaginal infections. 
And I don't know, it's just an overall sustainable product. So if you care about the environment, switch to a, a diva cup because tampons and pads are very contaminating. They're only one use products. You don't use them again, which makes me sad because now that you say that, like, I don't know if I could use a diva cup because it's so light whenever I do. And I re- very rarely do. But it's it like- doesn't matter. Like I use it even when, I, when I'm like finishing my period and it's like, I barely even have blood like I still use it and like I have it in there like all like for 12 hours and then you can't you're not supposed to wear tampons to bed and just like using pads to bed is so annoying oh yeah no because like they move and like pads, it's just like pads having are that no. like pads are in there no 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 but with like a diva cup like you can just have it in there like no problem at all you won't even feel it you can move as much as you want in bed like it's just amazing and also not the one that i use but i know some cups you can use them um during sex oh as well interesting okay i know some people do tampons too but doing also, sex there are other yeah that's during oral sex oh okay but now maybe we all start wearing diva cups yes and if anyone has any questions like i literally love talking about the diva cup so like let me help you be the best version of yourself you can when it comes to period. I wish I would have known that when I was younger, like 12 hours. It wouldn't have gotten rid of all of the pain I was experiencing, but that would have gotten rid of the whole like mess situation. But anyways, yeah, Camila, besides her bad bitch vibes that come with the Diva Cup, I don't know who else in this world does this, but this bitch (laughs) literally will wear white pants on her period. I don't know other people in this world who have the same energy because I was not born with it. I'm literally <laughs> swore off everything white when I was, I don't know, 13. Like whenever I started my period, no. So Camille's insane. Okay, here's the thing. It's like, it's like not as bad as it sounds. I'll only wear white pants if it's like, by the end i mean like my fourth day where like my flow is not that much and also at that time i think i was also wearing like a tampon and a pad so there was no way those pants were gonna get stained but still yeah i mean it's a dangerous game (laughs) yeah it's insane camille is a dangerous girl okay so i hope everybody tunes in on camilla's bad bitch vibes and is very comfortable about their period so embrace it it is annoying but it is there it serves its purpose so we just have to love it and take care of your rtgs because she's a powerful queen and if you're a penis owner listening to this i hope you're comfortable with vagina on your period and so i hope some people learn from our our vagina lessons learned and People stop wearing underwear when they don't have to because it's good for you and it's freeing and amazing. It's freeing. Honestly, it makes me sad because I didn't mention this in like the other episodes, but man, I could make a whole masturbating part two for vagina owners because I, this bitch did not learn how to do it properly until (laughs) later in her life. Yeah, masturbation episode part two. So much to learn. Part two, part three, let's keep them coming. (laughs) But anyways, these are our lessons. Also, don't forget to subscribe, like, leave us a comment. We really appreciate it. 
It yep. really helps. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, next week. Like always, Mondays. Love, Love you, you guys. all. Bye. Bye.